Hello,欢迎来到 Mandarin Slang Guide (MSG), the Chinese learning podcast that tastes great and probably isn't all that bad for you. I'm Josh Ogden Davis, bringing you some words and perspectives that aren't in your textbook. Welcome to 2021, everybody. We did it. We made it. But there is some bad news. I had planned to do two different episodes about the hottest words of 2020, and I was going to launch those in December. It was going to be timely. It was going to help you reminisce over the year and really feel like you got the year. And then I completely failed to produce them within 2020. So I'm thinking now. I still have these two great episodes about the best words from 2020, but how do I launch them? In 2021, and then it occurred to me the hottest words of 2020 are also the hottest words of the year of the rat, the Shunian, and the Shunian isn't over until Spring Festival, which is like mid-February. So we still have time. I'm not too late for the hottest words of 2020. I'm too early for the hottest words of. Shunian, and today we're very lucky to have the first of our two guests to talk about the hottest words of Shunian. Reporter and podcaster Chen Caiwei. Hello, Chen Caiwei. How are you? Thanks, Josh. I'm good. I'm super honored to be here. Your your podcast is definitely legendary. Huh. Yeah. I'm very flattered to hear that. I never would have <laughs> expected that.、Uh, so, first of all, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Who are you? What do you do? My name is Chen Caiwei. I'm a freelance journalist and podcaster that's currently based in Beijing, China. I invited you in, I think, early December or something like that. And then after that, you launched your own podcast. What is your new podcast? Yeah, yeah. My new podcast is called Ding Xiang Tiao Zhuan, and、uh, we have an English name. It's called Redirect. I'm gonna describe it, and you tell me if I got it right. It's in Chinese. And it's analyzing online culture and trends from a Gen Z perspective. Did I get that? Yeah. So I'm always an aspiring culture critic.、Mm. Um, so when I try to do this culture commentary and critique podcast, I'm really like thinking about、um, what what's different in my voice and me and my friends' voice. And part of that is that we are young and inexperienced. So <laughs> I came up with this idea of、uh, branding this podcast as、uh, observing popular culture and internet trends,、uh, and also like intercultural global communication thing from a young Gen Z perspective. People often ask me about podcast listening recommendations in Chinese, and the great gift of early 2021 is that we have a new one on the list, Ding Xiang Tiao Zhuan.、Uh, so check it out. I'll put a link to it in the bottom of the episode. But in your other life, you're also a journalist.、Uh, what stories have you been writing about lately? What's been fascinating you?、Uh, well, I'm self-employed now, so I, I do freelance writing, journalistic writing、uh, for a living,、uh, and. I used to be a tech reporter, but now I mainly cover culture and tech and the intersection of these areas. So,、um, some stories I've been working on lately are about the site Billy Billy, both on the tech side of it, also、um, uh, the cultural side of it,、uh, how it has become China's used culture hub. 
and how there's this clash of subculture and mainstream culture on the site. And that is why like, I also do a podcast episode on my new podcast, Ding San Tiao Zhuan, episode two about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also doing a very interesting story for Rolling Stone China. Whoa. Yeah, the, the, the first issue of their lunch in China, and it's about hippie culture in the <laughs> 60s in the U.S. And uh-huh. um, it's a very new thing for me to write on because as a journalist, like mostly you write on the current affairs, right? But for this article, a very long one, um, I write about history, what happened before the classic rock and roll stars in the U.S. And I kind of kind of like um, writing that from a contemporary Chinese perspective and uh, kind of like see that in a 2020 lens is, is really fun. Yeah. I'm not a scholar. I'm not a linguist. But I get the feeling that the way language changes has a lot to do with how the youth reinterpret and invent new words and have their own sort of linguistic space that then permeates out to the rest of the cultural sphere. We here at MSG, we like to be cutting edge. So I'm glad that we've been able to invite you, someone who intentionally looks closely at these uh, very young communities and is able to bring out these words and uh, help us understand them. Well, my pleasure. So the reason I thought about inviting you on the show was on Twitter, we had an interaction where you mentioned the word Indian. And you mentioned that you were writing a piece about some of the words that had become popular in 2020. And if that piece ever gets published, and I hope that it will, I'm sending good vibes, then I look forward to reading what you have to say about them. But let's throw these four words out there and then we can go through them one by one. One of them is 打工人, then we have 内卷, then um, 凡尔赛, and then there's 音间. Uh So these are the four we're going to cover. And let's jump right into them, starting with the first one, Ren. What is this? Where did it come from? What does it mean? Ren is, <laughs> I, I just like started <laughs> laughing randomly just saying this. So, uh, Ren is basically working person, anybody mm-hmm. who's working. So Gong means work and Jin is person, um, mm-hmm. people. So Dagorin is just anyone who's working. And I would say this is arguably the most popular buzzword oh. of 2020. Yeah, there's no one off. It's just the most popular word of 2020 because oh. everybody's saying it. It's so widely applicable. Mm-hmm. And uh, it basically describes every working adult. Hmm. Yeah. But like we have words like the workforce or the proletariat, if you will. So what does this connote? Like we know it denotes people who are working, but what's the feel of this word? How do people use it? So to understand why 打工人 is funny or popular, um, well, you have to know how 打工 is different from 工作. Because hmm. like I, I don't think there's an equivalent of in English. So Dagong means work, but only works when you are not the boss. Mm. So Dagong means working for some other people. Hmm. And everybody that Gongzu also Dagong except the boss. So a Dagong Ren is like someone who is not in control of their working environment. Like they're working because they have to, and that's like a part of their identity. Yeah, so that's the main 
vibe this word is giving off, um, which is this helpless, powerless, <laughs> not in control of their life, exploited condition. It's actually uh, usually used in a self-deprecating way. Hmm. Uh, just say, um, "I'm such a 打工人 I have no choice, no freedom, no agency over what I do. <laughs> I'm just a, I'm just a corporate slave um, that's trapped in my office doing what I'm told to and、um, trying to make a living. So it has that powerless feeling to it." Yeah, that sentence you just said. I'm just a 打工人 How would you say that in Mandarin, in 普通话 if you will? 我只是个打工人罢了。啊、uh, ，我只是个打工人罢了。So 我 me 只是 only is or is only. I am just a 打工人 And then 罢了 I don't think we've talked about 罢了 on the show. 罢了 just means like and that's it, nothing more, just that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm nothing more than a 打工人我只是个打工人罢了 So when you Put it that way, it sounds very similar to 社畜 yeah, which is something that we've talked about in a previous episode, which is like corporate cattle, where like you, your job is to just be herded around by your boss, and that's you're basically a powerless, helpless, agencyless corporate slave. Exactly, and 打工人 is like the 2020 version of 社畜 It basically means the same thing. Yeah, the same thing, just. It's 2020 version. Ah,、uh, 社畜 is wait, is wait, wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Not 2020 version. 鼠年 version. Remember, we're too late for 2020. Not too late for 鼠年鼠年 version. Exactly. It's not outdated yet. Still,、okay. still in fashion. <laughs> Definitely still trendy. The fashionable nihilism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, when when you think about how you use 打工人 it's actually more nuanced than that.、Hmm. You, you don't like say,、uh, "I'm just." A 社畜 or 打工人 in a way that you are feeling bad for yourself.、Hmm. So, so the word I think it came from a 快手 creator. So 快手 is like a TikTok, but <laughs> another TikTok. Yeah, it's a short video and social media app、uh, where a creator create the the word 打工人 and since the word has been created. A ton of video and other content about it has been created on Douyin and Kuaishou and also Billy Billy.、Uh-huh. There, there's just so many funny videos about how 打工人 are、um, using this identity in a self-deprecating way、hmm. um, to encourage each other、hmm. um, in a sarcastic, ironic way. So, so like these working people will say 加油打工人 to each other at the morning, and will say 打工人都是人上人。哎，人上人 ，what is that? 人上人 ，this is this is like TMI. This is like too much information、oh, no. here. 人上人 means ah,、oh, there's this traditional idiom which is 吃得苦中苦方得呃人上人 You have to endure extra amount of Bitterness and hardship to become the people on the top. Yeah, you have to endure the most bitter of bitterness to、mm. become the the people that step upon other people. <laughs> you have to get stepped on if you want to step on other people. Basically, <laughs> yeah, this is inherently very very evil. Like when you <laughs> <laughs> interpret it this way, why do you have to like 
stab on other people. But yeah, I think like the creators just use this um, to to rhyme. To rhyme with 打工人人上人 because they rhyme. So um,、yeah. there's a lot of jokes and、uh, funny bits, memes being created on social media and also Bilibili,、uh, where people say 打工 is actually cool and fine. We have to be full of positive energy to go through the day because、um, if we 打工 At least we can survive, and if we do not dagong, we die.、Hmm. So you can see from the popularity of this word that the working people are not doing well, and、yeah. using this word to encourage each other is their、mm. way of、um, like、trying their best to stay positive. Yeah, taking that identity and making a joke about it. Gives them some sort of emotional control over it. I guess the same is kind of true about shechu. It's, it's a very exaggerated way. Like people don't often call themselves animals, but it sort of seems to be serving a function of allowing people to feel some modicum of control over their exploited situation. I don't know if I want to say exploited. That's probably too harsh a word. Is it though? <laughs> but anyway, over their <laughs> over their very hard life. Yeah, yeah. This is well said. So I also want to like touch on. The 什么什么人 like something、uh, 人 Yeah, so this is 打工人 Yeah, this is a a structure in and of itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a structure. When you say something 人 is more of a way of like identify yourself with that group. So it has that uh forming a community sense to it. So、hmm. when you say 打工人 you're saying like you are part of a community of like all the 打工 people. And、hmm. you can also say Meitian. Meitian is media, so、uh-huh. Meitian is you don't even have to be a journalist, but Meitian means like you are part of the media,、mm-hmm. just just the general power of media, and you're somebody that is involved in it. So like a like a YouTube creator or a Bilibili creator could be called a Meitian as well. Yeah, exactly. In a broader sense, well, in that case, it's usually simmatian, new media person. If you work for,、uh, let's say, Tencent or Alibaba or ByteDance, you can say you are these internet companies. You can say you are 互联网人 Ah, 互联网人互联网人 And、um, if you are a podcast creator or even just lover, you can say you are 播客人 Ah, so we're all 播客人 here. We're all 播客人 and 媒体人 I guess here. Also,、yeah. 打工人 <laughs> Unfortunately, I am not a 打工人 <laughs> I, I would like to 打什么工 Technically, I work for myself. So,、ah. yay! Not a 打工人 here. So, if you see something, something then it's a way to refer to the community around that subject. So, 打工人 is the community of people who see themselves as 打工人 Excellent, and this transitions extremely well into the next word, which honestly is a word I'd seen a lot but hadn't really understood until you mentioned it, and I looked it up and read about it. It's fascinating. It's neijuan.、Uh, how do we understand neijuan? So the English translation of this is involution. Involution, and this English translation is one of the reasons why I didn't understand it because I don't even know what involution meant. <laughs> Yeah, but but I think like this word originates from an American anthropologist,、mm-hmm. but in Chinese 
it has gone way beyond its original academic、mm. meaning. So it's usually used to describe a very competitive environment,、mm-hmm. um, whether it's a job market or it's,、uh, let's say, you're trying to get into your dream university or a, a really good program. The situation has gone so competitive that. Everybody starts to do extra work and get very tired, very weary, to the point that there's so much extra effort being put into it without having any actual improvement or substance.、Hmm. Let me give you an example in this. All right. So let's say if we're in a university class together, and、uh, the professor gave us an assignment. And we have to write a two-page double-space essay, and so one student who extremely wants to stand out say, "Oh, so everybody writes two pages. If I write four pages, I will immediately stand out, and the teacher will feel compelled to give me a more a higher score." <sighs> so words get out, and everybody feeling. Afraid to being left out, start to do the same. So、mm. the entire class writes four pages,、Ugh. and in the end, like <laughs> everybody does more work, but it's like not effective work. Yeah, it's like this competitive nature creates more useless work for everyone. Exactly, and 内卷 like when you look at the word, it kind of means like 内 means like. Inward, right? So, so the word like kind of has that feeling of like something has turned in upon itself. Oh, now it finally makes sense to me. I never understood right what this meant. So, Juan is to curl or to roll up. So it's like this thing has expanded as far as it can, and now it's still increasing in volume or area, but it's just curling in on itself uselessly. <sighs> It's very depressing. Why are the words? I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> I can't believe I'm like on a podcast explaining an anthropology term. This is this is crazy. We make this very social science. If I had a nickel for every time one of my guests said, "I can't believe I'm talking about that on a podcast," I could buy a Snickers by this point. <laughs> That's the, the the magic of MSG. <laughs> <laughs> so. How would you use this in a sentence? Where does this word appear? So I would talk about this in the media sense and the everyday sense. So、mm-hmm. since nature, the word had appeared, it has immediately become a media darling. So <sighs> instantly, every publication is using nature to explain. Oh, what's wrong with China's Gaokao system? What's wrong with China's education system? <laughs> what is wrong with Chinese society? What is wrong with, uh, what is wrong with the job market? And they all attribute that to nature, and and you really see that. Like this explains so much things when you think about、mm-hmm. it. About like what is wrong with the competitive, contemporary Chinese society. This also ties into like the post-pandemic. Socio-economic reality,、uh, where like the the companies are raising their bar to hire people, and the, also the, the university programs,、uh, the bar has become incredibly high. Everybody's so weary and tired just from the, the effort and the hard work they have put into 
uh, pursuing that, but they, they don't feel like they have gained anything or like learned anything of substance from that. Um, so yeah, that that's like the media sense of using that to explain and describe um, the the socioeconomic reality. But in the everyday sense, um, there's actually a new <laughs> verb that's introduced from this word, which is. 卷, 卷 means to compete in a neijuan way. Ah, wait, it is a verb and adjective at the same time. So many Chinese words are, and English words too. But Chinese, I think, has thinner walls between these parts of speech. Parts, parts of speeches, parts of speech. Okay, so let me give you an example. Yes. So let's say I, I'm a finance major. Let's say. <laughs> <laughs> Something I don't I don't actually know about, <laughs> but、uh, let's say if I'm applying for a job in in finance, a finance analyst,、mm-hmm. and I feel like this field is very is getting hyper competitive, and I need、uh, a really good resume to even get an entry level job,、mm-hmm. I would say, oh, this industry is so juan. It's very juan. Yeah, yeah, 太卷了 I would say, like,、uh, let's say, if I'm trying to get into a, a very competitive master's program in Tsinghua, ah,、mm-hmm. uh, 这个项目太卷了啊，这个项目太卷了。So, 这个 this 项目 project program program, yeah, 太卷了 It's too curled. It's too involuted. <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> I'm not sure anthropologists will agree with that, but anthropologists turn the podcast off if you haven't already. I'm sure if you're an anthropologist, you've already rage quit the podcast. But we're doing our best. It's involuted. Involuted. Yeah. yeah. Well, I actually have. I think in a recent conversation, to say this to、uh, to one of my friends, I say I I'm very lucky. The media industry is not so curled. I'm very lucky. 新闻行业没有那么卷。Yeah, so that means like the journalism industry. So, so the industry, the media industry I'm currently working in,、mm-hmm. is not involuted enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, because in 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 let's say like art or、um, media, there, there's more of a diversified voice. It's less competitive in a monotonous way. People are competing against each other in some way, but everybody is still like doing very different things. You, you, there, there's like a lot of ways you can differentiate with other people, and there's this like overall pluralism, at、hmm. least a little bit going on in the industry. So you, you don't have to like compete with your standardized task scores. Or doing very repetitive, boring work to、mm. to make herself stand out. So yeah. yeah. Well, that's very lucky. I always assumed that news was pretty nadren because of the schedule. It's probably just me <laughs> because <laughs> I'm currently self-employed and、um, just writing about these things and doing all these things. Like my family wouldn't even understand in English. So not not a lot of people are doing this. So this is probably like I have find my own path. Yeah,、mm. there's another really good example I want to add. Oh, is that 我卷不过他我卷不过他 Yeah, he drinks better than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So let's say um, uh, we are both applying for 
university. We both work really, really hard, but I have 4.0 GPA.、Mm-hmm. I have done a hundred extracurriculars,、mm-hmm. and I have membership in like. A lot of different prestigious student societies,、mm-hmm. and you look at me and say, "Wow, 我卷不过你 There's no、uh, way I can curl over you. <laughs> I can't curl myself into that tortured shape to stay ahead. 我卷不过他 Yeah. So 我 is me. 卷 is curl, but it's referring to 内卷不过 Is a complement to that, so it's literally not over or not more than. So I cannot overjuan you. What juan 不过你 What juan 不过他 Yeah, here juan means like compete with other people in a standardized way.、Mm. So you can also say like,、um, you cannot count on 卷赢别人你不能指望卷赢别人你不能指望卷赢别人 Yeah, yeah, it's it's actually an advice a friend gave me. So、mm. it's a takeaway from the entire Nagen discussion, which is、uh, we shouldn't count on 卷赢别人 We shouldn't like compete with other people in this conventional way. We have to、mm. like have some other talent or different ways for us to stand out if we really want to like win. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the English phrase. Don't be the best, be the only. Like, don't try to do something someone else is doing and do it better than them. It's better to do something that only you are doing, because that way you're not competing with people. Yeah, I think that that is a it's a reflection like Chinese people is currently having over how we've been doing things for、mm. this long, like in the past twenty, thirty years or so, because like a lot of、uh, achievements. And development are all like based upon our hard work,、mm-hmm. uh, following not so original paths. And with the popularity of this word, the entire society, the, the media has start to、uh, reflect on that. To think about like maybe it's time for us to to come up with a more original, diverse way of like sending out for individuals and for for big corporates and the, the society, the country too. Yeah. So that's Nadren. Now the next one is one that really threw me for a loop. It's Versailles, and literally that means Versailles, as in that fancy place in France, Versailles. Why is this a word? Why is this trending, as it were? So, Versailles, as you say, it means like that fancy palace and the the, the lifestyle it represents in France.、Mm. But、uh, on Chinese internet, a particular way of saying things has been trending as Versailles 文学 Versailles 文学 exactly Versailles literature. Uh, <laughs> it it means um a, a fancy, uh seemingly effortless way somebody brags、hmm. about their、hmm. own life. Like oh, Beijing is so cold today. I uh I nearly die if it's not for the heating system on my Lamborghini. <laughs> 
<laughs> like yeah. that. It's just like you're trying to to brag to show off in a very annoying way, uh, yeah. where like make other people want to punch you in your face. Like we talked about a couple episodes ago, it's very strong. <laughs> Exactly. Farsawenshu is just a more advanced way of zhuang. It's gaoji zhuang. So gaoji <laughs> yeah, is yeah. high level and zhuang is posing. So gaoji zhuang is farsawenshu. It also like fits into this trend mm-hmm. of normal working class people mm-hmm. um having this discontent towards people who do not work as hard and are very privileged mm. and trying to like present themselves in a show offy and effortlessly successful snobby way it just now occurs to me that there might be a resonance between fire sai and nejuan in that the reason why people juan is to get somewhere and people who are far sai are people who are already there, so to speak, but maybe they didn't have to jen to get there. Exactly. So a recent thing that's being discussed on social media is that um Billy Billy, there's a Fuar Dai creator. Uh, let's, let's explain that uh, Fuar Dai is um rich second generation. So rich babies, yeah. basically. Trust fund babies. Yeah, and there's this uh, this girl whose family is super rich and she do vlogs on Bilibili. And so she actually did a vlog of visiting her family's construction business. So her family owns a really big like construction uh, business. She visits the workers in their helmets and so, so the vlog is called "Da工人的生活." Um, oh no! Yeah, like she. This is bad. So she she go visit the workers and try to see like how how miserable da工人 are living while she's showing off her Chanel bags and Dior shoes and her her bank account, which has I don't know like eleven digits. In it? That's way too many digits. How do you get that many digits? Stop it. No more digits for you. <laughs> and she she don't even work for all of these. She's just the mm-hmm. daughter of a rich businessman and do vlogs showing off her luxury clothes and makeup. So that video got a lot of backlash on Chinese social media because like she is an example of where she didn't work for all the privileges and tried to like present herself as some like noble aristocrat. Right. Yeah, it's like very insensitive to the the dagongrens who are actually suffering and putting a lot of effort just to get through the day. It seems like her using the term dagongren is an insult in and of itself because as we talked about a minute ago this term was popularized by people who call themselves dagongren as a way to sort of cope or build a community or support each other. And then for someone outside of that to use that term be like let's go check out the dagongren, it's um might even be appropriation, I guess. Yeah, it's very very insensitive. You don't call other people dagongren when you are not part of that class or community. That's why, like, when People's Daily, when Renmin Bao published an article about 
加油打工人。And like the workers work hard, and we are we we are full of positive energy. Ah,、uh, we are building for the great country. And this article also got a lot of backlash because like people think it's inappropriate for the state media to say this when they are like the ruling class and they call the working people this. Yes,、yeah, so、like all these people are working very hard. They're nagging very hard, and the people who are causing them to have to. Jen in the first place are now using these words as if they are all in it together when they're clearly not in it together. There's a little bit of an adversarial relationship between the people who have a lot and the people who are just trying to have enough to get by. Exactly. Yeah. There's this very low key class struggle、hmm. uh, between all these words. Like when you when you connect them. I don't know why I didn't think about this till right now. Marie Antoinette is very far aside. Yeah. So if someone looks like they might at any moment casually say the phrase unironically, "Let them eat cake," that person is very far aside. Winshia. That person is very far aside, and the the thing, the speech, the thing she he or she said is called far aside. Winshia, or like、oh. a post, a social media post is made about this kind of like bragging, show offy behavior, and that post is also far aside. Winshia. Okay, so can I say like "tahan fanar sai"? Yeah, 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 definitely. And you can also say "ta shi lao fanar sai" 了 "Ta shi lao fanar sai." The so he is lao fanar sai. What does this lao mean? Usually, it's the one that means old, right? But like, how is it meant here? Yeah, but this is actually like、uh, another very popular thing to say. Uh, it, it can it go with all the popular buzzwords we have mentioned. Lao means it doesn't mean old here. It means very,、mm. but it sounds more probably it's just me. But for for me, when you say lao instead of hen,、mm. it, it just sounds more savage. And、Ooh. it sounds cooler. It has that. Savage vibe to it. That savage vibe. Yeah, because、uh, I think it came from Dongbei Hua. It came、yeah. from North Eastern Chinese dialects. Yeah, and so so it has that like funny vibe to it,、hmm. um, because like Dongbei people are are almost like、uh, naturally funny in the dialect. Also, it just sounds very very comical for some reason. I cannot even explain. I don't know. It's probably because I'm from the south, so I I took pleasure in appropriating Dongbei culture. <laughs> is that what's happening? <laughs> But I mean, appropriation is all about permission, right? Yeah, they're、um, proud of like having.、Uh, a lot of people usually say, if you hang out with a Dongbei friend long enough, you are almost certain gonna start to sound like him or her,、mm. because it's contagious Dongbei accent. <laughs> So yeah, lao lao goes with everything. Dongbei Dongbei people they even say, lao ge, lao tie, lao mei. Ah, lao ge, old brother, but not older brother. Like more like a bro. It's, I guess <laughs> it's more. I don't know. It it, it got that thug life vibe. Got <laughs> that thug life vibe. That Dongbei thug life vibe. Lao ge. <laughs> yeah. Exact gangster. That's where I'm looking for. When you say like "lao <laughs> ge" instead of like "ge," it, it just sounds instantly more gangster. Okay. Or 
You see a young woman and you say "lao mer," so is there something "r" at the end of it? I don't know because I never, I personally never say this, but when some other people say this, I always feel like there, there's definitely this Gangnam vibe to it. "Lao mer," you know, "lao mei." Wow, this is this is the magic of MSG. We started from fire aside, and we've gone all the way to Dongbei Gangster. <laughs> So much material is available. So yeah. So what you're trying to say when you want to sound like a savage, uh, like sophisticated gangster Chinese person, you can say, uh, 老 something. 我是老打工人了。老媒体人了。老媒体人了。Meaning it just has that sort of savage or gangster vibe to it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So that's fire sai people. And the things they write are fireside wen xue. All right, and now the last one is yin jian. What is this yin jian? What does it mean? I feel like the last word is just so random because, like, <laughs> the, the, the first three—they're actually very connected. There's a story that connects the first three words, but、uh-huh. then we throw yin jian in there, and it comes from nowhere, and it's so random. Injian, I think, is the the feeling I get when I think about the first three words too much. It makes me feel very Injian. <laughs> oh my god, you're a natural. You're a genius. <laughs> oh my god, you're you're like connecting all these. Yes, Injian. Well, I definitely think Injian compared to the first three words is more of a Gen Z thing.、Mm. I don't see、uh, older generations use Injian as much as. Gen Z. So, so what does it mean, though? So, Indian traditionally,、uh, it means hell. Yeah. <laughs> so, Indian Yin here, I'm assuming means dark, and Jian is like for a place or a space. So, it's the dark place, maybe. Yes, and well, to understand this,、um, you have to understand the set of concept Yin and Yang. Uh, uh, which I believe originally came from Taoism and is baked into entire Chinese traditional culture.、Mm-hmm. So there's yin and yang, the two sides of things. It's、mm-hmm. like the positive and the negative, the male and the female, the bright and the dark. So as opposed to yin jian, we have yang jian. Which is the space, the world where living people lives in. Ah, so we are in the Yang Jian right now. Yeah, when you die, you goes to Yin Jian. Okay. I want to like make a little distinction. Yeah. Between the concept of like heaven and hell in、mm-hmm. Western culture, because like there's supposedly a good place and a bad place. If you're good enough, you go up. And if you are not a good person, you go down.、Uh-huh. But I don't think it's like this for Yin Jian and Yang Jian.、Mm. Yin Jian is just where everybody goes to, like when you're that.、Oh. It's just used opposing to Yang Jian, where Yang is like when you are living, and Yin Jian is when you die. So it's just a general concept,、okay. a dark, gloomy place.、Yeah. That's very depressing. Okay, so. That's the traditional meaning of Indian, but why is it popular now? Why are the Gen Zers picking up this Indian word? Yeah, actually, the very reason、uh, I started this conversation with you on Twitter is that I posted something about how、uh, how Gen Zers are using Indian. This it has an English equivalent, which is cursed. 
cursed. Yeah, cursed. So you can say this image is cursed. Ah. This is a cursed image, and you can literally uh, just change that word to injen, and it almost like work in every situation. So okay. injen can be used to describe anything that gives off a, a disturbing, gloomy vibe.、Mm. It can describe anything that. You regret seeing、ah. after you you saw it. So if if I see something that's clearly cursed on the internet, something that I regret, something that should never have been made, how can I respond to that using Indian? You can say、um, this picture has got major Indian energy. <laughs> But how how would you say that in Chinese though, or would you just say like just Indian and then you're done? You can just say, "Oh, this is too Indian." Ah,、oh, this is too Indian. This is too Indian. This is too cursed. This is too Indian. Yeah. And、uh, another thing I see people say a lot, Gen Zers see say a lot, <laughs> is that 能不能整点阳间的能不能整点阳间的 So 能不能 is can you can you please? And then 整点整 is here used sort of like a one of those all-purpose verbs that we talk about in, in our MSG WeChat group a lot. Like, is another like hallmark verb in Dongbei Hua. Ah, it just sounds so savage. Like, 整点阳间的整点阳间的 So 整 is to to do or create or to make or to to all-purpose verb, and then 点 is a little bit. Or some, and then Yang Jian Da. So bright world stuff. Could you please just make something suitable for the living happy world? 能不能整点阳间的 Yeah, exactly. So when you see a particularly disturbing, a、uh, gloomy Billy Billy video that you immediately regret seeing it after you watched it, <laughs> you can you can comment to the creator that. 能不能整点阳间的 Ah, can you please just make something not so cursed? Yeah, exactly.、Hmm. All right. I guess I'm not cool enough. I haven't seen this floating around. I need to get on Weibo more. I need to get on the Billy Billies more. I need to get on the TikToks more. I feel like this is not. This probably is just not a, not a very particularly <laughs> mainstream thing. It's、mm. very it's a really Gen Zer thing, and I use it a lot. Like I, <laughs> I, I probably I'm seeing like too many things I shouldn't be seeing on internet. My friend has been like saying they want to help me to become a Yang Jian Ren. <laughs> because, because I'm always up、um, in the midnight、mm. writing or or doing the work.、Mm. So they say I'm a Yinzhenren. That's interesting. It shows the lots of dimensions of this word. Because here it seems like people are also using it to mean nighttime, the dark, literally the dark time, the dark place. It's very versatile. Yeah, I'm also this very shy person who who stays indoors a lot、mm-hmm. and not working out or getting enough sun mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. as I should have. So yeah, I'm a obviously a very injun person here. Yeah, you just use the word shy,、uh, which I think we've talked about before on the podcast. It just means someone who is always inside, doesn't go out, a homebody, if you will, someone who's very shy. Yes, exactly.、Mm-hmm. That's、yeah. me. That's me. All right. So that's Indian, the dark place, or cursed content on the interwebs. Okay. So our four words today were 打工人内卷
凡尔赛, and 阴间. Now, I'm going to quiz you, Taiwei, to see if you've been paying attention to the explanations you've been giving. I'm going to give you a quiz and see if you can get four or four questions correct. I'm ready. Okay. How would we describe the situation in society where everyone is being forced by the system to work too hard and there's no real benefit to it and everyone is just feels like society is curling in on itself and consuming their time and their lives and their individuality? What is that called? That's called and or I say the society society is too involuted. Okay. What if you are the kind of person who never had to jian at all? You're born with a Lamborghini in your mouth, which is not how that works, but you've never had to work a day in your life and you have all this money and you just sort of casually show it off. You are very what? Yeah, so the thing I say or write that brags about my prestigious life is called Okay, fireside for side literature. Now that's actually a bonus answer. So you're going to get a bonus point for that. And I want you to know for overachieving, you are now partially responsible for Neijuan. It's on you. Yeah. <laughs> I raised the bar for everyone. Now everybody has to work harder just because I did this. That is a very cursed thing to do. Speaking of which, how would you say cursed? <laughs> Yinjian. Yinjian. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, we we shouldn't all like doing all these things to consume each other and to avoid getting into that kind of situation. Everybody should 整点阳间的。整点阳间的. You did it again. You got <gasps> even while you were saying you shouldn't overachieve, you overachieved again. This nature and is inevitable. It's unstoppable. See, I can help it. What全部过你? <laughs> yeah. All right. Lastly, because I I cannot involute harder than you can, I will always be someone who is uh, never my own boss, always punching in, punching out every day, struggling to keep myself afloat, and I can refer to myself as a... 打工人. 打工人. In this community, we we say 加油打工人 to each other. 加油打工人, and we can say that to each other. But if your boss or if a fan says 加油打工人, then that's probably extremely Indian. Exactly. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking so much time. I don't know how I'm going to edit this down. We've been talking for almost exactly an hour and a half. But before I jump into editing, just remind us, how can people find you? And specifically, how can they find your podcast? Yes, of course. Uh, I personally am active on Twitter. And my Twitter handle is my name and uh, the initial of my last name, Chen. So it's Taiwei C, C A I W E I C. And what about your podcast, Ding Xiang Tiao Zhuan? So my podcast, Ding Xiang Tiao Zhuan Redirect, is pretty much up on everywhere you can get your podcast. So we're up on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And if you're using those apps, including Pocket Cast, Custroll, and Custbox, I believe we are up there too. Uh, we also have an Instagram account. Uh, it's called the Redirect Podcast. 
Yeah. So go follow us there. Yeah. Starting 2021 was major Yangjin energy. Big Yangjian energy. We love to see it. Well, thank you so much for uh, chatting with us and uh, we'll see you next time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been my pleasure. That's all the MSG we have for you today. If you want more, or if you want some flashcards or a study group, find us on Twitter as at MSG Mandarin or on WeChat as MSG Podcast, all one word. Thanks again to Tsai Wei for being such a great guest. Be sure to check out her new podcast, Ding Xiang Tiao Zhuan, Redirect, anywhere you can get podcasts. A very special thank you this week goes out to Marie Antoinette. Thanks for all the cake. And last but not least, thank you to you, the listener, for listening. I love it when you listen to this podcast. Part two of our hottest words of the year of the rat is coming soon, so stay tuned. But for now, 再见, 再会, 再聊. Bye-bye. This podcast has got major energy. energy.